0: We would like to acknowledge that Kapow is broadcasting on Aboriginal land, the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We'd like to pay respect to their elders, past and present. let's go to phrasing because um, and it's so crazy like you're just pretty much saying all the shit that I had written down but like yeah it is very similar to breaking where you know top rock find a way to the foot footwork power move freeze on a certain beat like light feet is the same and again that's painting with a broad brush and rules are to be broken but I think a good place to start because um, you do watch like a lot of people like someone like um, Kainen, for instance he's not fucking he's a complete rule breaker but he's also a Picasso of the style so it's like <laughs> you know what I mean like Um, But I feel like it's a good place to start. Um, And so this also goes back to what you were saying earlier. One really good way to understand the phrasing is to watch a lot of the like pioneers and the goats and to see how they play with it and how to stay within it. Um, On that whole similarity to breaking vibe. um, So... I, and, and again, there are people who approach the style differently. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leading these questions from a place of we've got this battle in November and these people are like beginner intermediates. Um, you, a, a lot of breakers go into battles and they have like move diaries or like shit that they, they've they written down their sets. And so, um, some don't, some do, but they have some create mini sets that they freestyle in between. Um, and I guess, in the and you know that could be either any of those elements like the top rocks the footwork the power moves the freezes they might have things that they've predetermined um and they practice freestyling in between and you know sometimes they even know like oh like i was just t- talking to b-boy fongo who's like a massive boy i don't know do you know have you met fongo before by any chance i know that name uh he's uh, a was he's
1: he on a- the kod team yeah
0: possibly he's an absolute fucking loose cannon anyway
1: <laughs> i think it was him and and like
0: yeah i think they were on the same team uh, so yeah yeah probably anyway he's a fucking small loose guy anyway, dude he had a massive mustache you know he's actually short short and stocky <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah yeah that's what i said Small. oh
0: dude. sorry I you said
1: tall and he had a massive tash at the time
0: yeah probably <laughs> um anyway we were talking about like because we had just had bc1 here recently um and he was talking about you know oh, I know what sets I'm going to do in the final as compared to the prelim. Like he knows, oh, I might need the energy for this. Anyways, I digress. The idea of being that there are predetermined sets that you can freestyle in between. Then I don't even know if this is something, and again, a beginner intermediate person getting into the battle next month. I don't know if this is the right thing to consider, but if it is, um, what are some things to think about when, People are creating mini sets is like, should they, because you could end up, end up just like choreographing a whole fucking thing, which is not really ideal, <clears throat> but like, uh, rev ups or fake outs, like what are some things to think about when creating mini sets? Is there a way to train for them? Um, and you can take any of these questions, but like, obviously you've had, again, had a lot of students, a lot of younger ones as well. Like, how do you introduce them to this idea of that? Um, and if all the above is not the thing to think about, am I way off? And should we even, or should we be thinking about something else?
1: Um, no, no, no. I think it's definitely, uh, valid and a good point to notice. All of Light Feet pretty much began this way. So the original battles where it was like, blah, blah, and blah, blah, um, They would pick their songs they would know like right second round i'm gonna do this bit to this lyric and this bit to the chorus and this like it was so choreographed and the hype girl even now i say even now when we brought her in 2019 she was telling the students like she's terrified of freestyling but she's got so many routines in her head built up loads of different sets that she just like takes them out and does them in different orders and changes them as she needs to to the music and whatnot so for certain dancers they do that and i think like there's older dancers who've been around like some of the goats but we don't consider them the goats and it's because you can see that all of their stuff is predetermined Mm -hmm. so they've obviously come from the same generation of how they used to do that but maybe they've not practiced enough of the middle ground how you mentioned it like freestyling between them um I, I would just literally decide I'm going to play with something and try. Like, okay, right, cool. Let me make a six count tic-tac-toe. Okay, that's normally going to be like 12 taps if I'm including the and count. Yep. Okay, right. Can I do it on a six and I just miss out the last ones? Okay, now let me do it. The first three counts, I'll use the and, and then I won't use the and for the rest. So I'm going to go and one, and two, and three, four, five, six. And then see if the material I've just made, how it will fit now that different pattern, or then the other way around one, two, three, and four, and five, like so on. Um, so in the movement I've got, I've got 12 pieces of movement, but I'm actually now only going to use three of them and eight, like, uh, or three of them and then another six. And so then I've always got movement left over. And then mm-hmm. I'll say, right, okay. This time, I'm going to stop on the two. So now I'll go and one and two. Okay, what position am I in? All right, I've got one of my hands on my knee. Um, What could I do from here instead of continuing my tic-tac-toe in that way? Okay, um, when my hand's here, there's kind of a loop. Now I've got a thread. Let me play with that. Okay, threading's not my thing. What else could I do? Actually, I enjoy tracing. So I'm going to trace down my arm to my hand. Then I'm going to manipulate my hand and place it on my shoulder. And that's going to take me into the bad one. And like, okay, now I know from the beginning of that tic-tac-toe, I can continue it the whole way of that six counts, those 12 movements. Or I can cut it early, change the timing. Or I can stop at the two. And I know that I can grab, trace down my arm, bring my hand up to here what happens if I do the same, but I stop on the free and then slowly I just like all the different positions um, so that I know I'm free at any of those points. So I can choose when I want to stop and when I want to start. And then I now no longer need to begin at the beginning of that set. Let's say I can start anywhere or I can just freestyle. And if I end up in a position that I know is from, that's what I use in this place, then, you have that freedom and I think you could do that with all of it rev up tone works tic-tac-toes bad ones like all of these main basics can be broken down in this way and light feet you mentioned just now at like the fake out like we just want to lock in and then we want to be faked out and have that energy of like oh let me lock in boom yeah okay there's the lock in so that happens with all of it surprise me i don't want to anticipate what you're gonna do i don't want to be able to read it if you can do this over here and then all of a sudden pull a dove out your pocket like i want to be that child at the magic show like yeah so okay right cool tone ups we know that they're gonna go bah, bah, dum, dum, bah, bah, dum, dum. okay how do i change that to then excite my audience okay mm-hmm. boom boom and then instead of the jump out maybe i'm just going to take one leg out boom, boom, one leg comes out. Okay, well, now I can not jump both feet in because that leg's going to move. Oh, maybe I can try that and see what happens. Or if it's in, maybe I'm going to shuffle that one back or maybe I'm going to take a step over. Like, all of it can be broken up quite simply. It just takes the time to do it step by step, see Mm -hmm. what works, what feels cool. Um, But like we discussed earlier, if you've already watched and seen what happens in light feet generally you kind of have an idea of like ah oh, you really can break down all of these moves so someone will go from like the beginning first step of a rev up and then actually they're going to come up and then come here and snap their fingers and then they're into what in light feet we call connects but like other stars you might call it tutting or fixed point and then so you've gone vroom, vroom. and now i'm gonna come into this place and and actually, uh, I've not used the rubber at all except from that
0: first step. And mm. yeah, yeah there's a there's a lot to play off here. And um, I think yeah. the operative word is play. I think that is kind of the 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 action, quite literally. Um, and I've noticed, like, not noticed, but like you know, when I've done sessions under you, and um, whether that's been the in-person ones when you've been here or the KFAM training on our WhatsApp group, um, you do give exercises where it's like, I want you to do tic-tac-toes but like here are the rhythms it might be like ga ga da ga da 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 or like da 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 da, da, and like giving yourself like little things to play within but it's cool how you said like you can have the thing let's say you've created a set and it feels and looks good to you just breaking that that in thing up into a lot of different ways like um did a house workshop with capella um private like years ago buggy bumpers and you said you only need three moves and you just got to know those three moves really well and this kind of I feel like is along that line of thinking where it's like you have your sets that you have. And then it's about how do you get in and out of them? How do you play within those things? Whether it is the rev up the tic-tac-toe. It's kind of like that video that you put out recently. I really liked it where everyone was doing the routine, but your rev up, you did, you stayed in that first step for eight counts and then you slow mode. And then you joined back in on the next eight. Like shit like that is just like it just allows for you to not have to learn a thousand moves, but learn your one move a thousand different ways. Bruce Lee, motherfuckers. Um, so kind of to put like, if you could kind of put a bow just on this Can point. Jump at, in? Yes.
1: Sorry. Also, when we're um, talking beginners or intermediate, um, I'm assuming we're talking about dancers that already dance and are beginners or intermediate at Light Feet that's yep. usually the way people already are dancing and then they see light feet. It's, it's very rare for someone to see light feet and be like, oh, let me try that. And they've not tried other styles already. So
0: yeah,
1: I'm assuming there's some sort of confidence already in their own movement and being able to improvise and freestyle. So yeah, just in case someone's like, you're chatting shit because in the beginning, I can't do any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. if, if you've never danced before and then you've done one class of light feet and learned a tone what okay, this is maybe going a bit too far over your head, but...
0: Yeah, I mean, if someone's listening to this podcast and they've only done one dance class, I'd be so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I feel like most people that listen to this are at that beginner, intermediate phase, at least with white feet. A lot of the people are like, just fucking really good at other shit. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to tie a bow on this as like practical advice for people who are entering next month. So could you give like a okay, let's say you are the dancer. You you want to start creating sets and um, you want to play within them. How, what does your training session look like? Just so that, um, like, you know, are you making a set and then you're playing within it? Like, what does that, and you could just take it in a couple of What What is the training session looking like?
1: Um, I do like to to make some sort of set movement or sequence. It doesn't always need to be long. Like a two count, tic tac toe, and one and two. There's four movements happening there, but it's only a two count, so it's really not going to get you that far. Um, unless you want to play with the in betweens, and a one, and a two, and a three. So then there's even more space for movement. But yeah, so I'll do something like that. Like, mm, mm. and um, when you've been doing the style for a long time, you you know what your comfort zones are. I know that if I tap this hand on this foot, my next tap wants to be this space so actually i'm going to try and do the opposite because we don't want to be stuck within those comfort zones so then Mm. that uh uncomfortability of knowing like okay i never go here kind of leads my next decision and i just make like simple two counts maybe a four count thing just to mean that like on this day this session i've done something i wouldn't normally do yeah after that you kind of want to um think about the event it is for instance this one okay what am I going to need probably a prelim round let's say I'm feeling like I'm going to pass then I'm going to need another round maybe I'm going to pass again and get, like or you can think about the best okay right finals that's probably going to be two rounds maybe three maybe there's a tiebreak round that we'll just call it two for now my semi maybe again that could be two my quarter at my prelim so you know you're going to dance on a, the best day, like minimum is going to be like six rounds. Yeah. And it could be more. There's tie breaks and stuff like that. Plus, you should be dancing ahead of that as a warm-up anyway. The first time you dance shouldn't just be your prelim.
0: That's yeah. Crazy.
1: <laughs> um, so then, okay, first things first, do I have the stamina to do that? And do I have enough material that I'm not going to repeat to do that? So then I'll time myself right cool leave a song on or put a timer on for a minute and a half i know those rounds probably going to be more like a minute but if i'm used to doing a minute it's like i i know breath wise i'm not going to be out of it i I know I'm, i can go and i put music on shuffle you're used to anything then and you can just nothing's going to catch you off guard because you want it to be as easy as possible because The things you can control are things like the extra nerves of all eyes on you and Mm. actually maybe the floor is a bit slippier than you like or the opposite it's a bit stickier than you like. So those things you don't have control of are the only things that should be able to bother you in terms of like, right, my stamina, my material, you should prepare enough that that can't be an issue now. So yeah, make something just to get yourself moving, break those comfort zones play as much as you can so you know you're good from any position and then practice just doing around for a minute how does it work do you find you get stuck is there a movement that you repeat best thing if you can do it with friends friends that are going to be honest and not just like lick your ass and be like that was amazing like people that are going to say actually you repeated that loads like yo what happened to your left hand you were all right-handed like people that are going to analyze what you're doing and help you to grow and if you don't have that we all have one of these, so you can just film yourself, watch it mm-hmm. back. Your You're gonna see. Oh, I repeated that three times in that minute. Mad, like you get used to it. Cool. The next round, I'm not allowed to do that thing at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For round sure. Round, and round. one of these was a phone. By the way, I don't even think I mentioned this to you. This is audio only. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you are lying to me. <laughs> one of these. One of what? <laughs> Yeah, so this is audio only just because it's easier for all that. So I
1: waxed and got this lovely bikini for no reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my friend, you're funny. Um, <laughs> That's thrown me. Um, On that, to kind of piggyback on that as well, because I agree with everything you said, I think, um, and this again came from Fongo, the, he, he was saying like he would even practice in the order of the sets that he was going to do on the day. So say for instance in the context of lightfeet you're like, "Oh, this is this set I want to leave in the final and this set I kind of want to open with in the the first round or whatever." Um get you can if you really want to go there, get used to that order so by the time you're there on the day, it's closer to second nature. Like he Fongo was even saying like if he has a moment in his breaking routine where it's like he's just smoked the person he might even he doesn't know what he's going to do on the day but he practices the like the motion of or the intention of what he's going to say or do to his opponent just so it's like he knows it's just really ingrained in his system um so that's something to consider as well along all of those things now i do want to go to the lock in um and then we'll, we're going to jump back around but it's so funny that you said the magic thing because The example that I always use is a magician as well. Um, I always say it's like, you know, imagine that there's a magician. He says, pick a card, any card, you pick the card. And then he does the trick. And then he goes, is it this card? And then you go, no, that's not my card. And he goes, check your back pocket. And you're like, oh my God, fuck. Right. for me, what it is, and you could disagree with me, but the lock-in, because again, and this we're going to balance between reading and all this, but for me, it's this element of suspense and surprise that creates that moment for you as the person, and I think that's the thing that we're aiming for in Light Feet. There is this element of so there was a live I jumped on ages ago. I think it was with Teeth and Fly Boogie, and I asked what makes a good lock in, and they said it's not the lock in, but it's the lead into the lock in, and that was kind of the light bulb moment for me of ah, uh, like we still leading into it um we still want it to read and make sense that we're heading in that direction but we still want to create an element of suspense and surprise at that moment whether it is the lock-in or it is a fake out um and so i guess my question to you well firstly it's also worth mentioning it's like again earlier we're not trying to do a lock-in every three words three counts or whatever but for you personally what do you and i don't know if you have predetermined sets or freestyling or whatever but what's your thoughts on getting into the lock in how do you how do you personally make a read how do you personally think about building suspense um and then like i don't know uh maybe you can go into fake outs and like how you like to approach them as well and obviously this is your approach and there's many different ways
1: yeah um I like illusion work anyway in the sense of like the tools that a lot of hip hop dancers or poppers use in terms of like lines and tracing and waving and fixed point, all of this stuff where we're kind of like, I'm try- right, I'm trying to make my arm look like a piece of liquid, right, waving, right, And trying to make everyone think that there's something here, like it's all illusions and I'm all about that life anyway, mm. so I build my fake outs in a similar way. I'm like, right, cool. If I'm to fake out, where do I do it? Okay. You can go on the and eight and the eight can dissolve into the next thing. Um, so that it just hasn't paused. And like, yeah, that's how I'm going to do that. Okay, if I'm gonna do it with this lock-in, how can that do it? If I'm gonna do it with this lock in, how can it do it? If I'm gonna do it with this lock in, how can I? and I try and find the sort of the eight of each lock-in point and where that sort of dissolve would be. Mm. Or it's on the it's on the and. So before I finish the eight, it's on that expansion and and then I've hit that position and now I'm gonna start breaking into the next thing or moving or and then it's like okay so on this lock-in where's that that endpoint point where's on this lock-in where's that endpoint point okay cool, cool cool and then now I have my usual ones my comfort zones again I then try and switch it so if I usually would do this one and break it down okay now I don't want to do that at all okay so my hands can't break apart they're going to stay together and boom right okay well now i'm going to take that to a wave okay right i do that a lot right the tracing thing maybe i can put something to a trace and like i'm i just ask a lot of questions basically to myself and try and change it up a lot Mm. um yeah Sorry, there awesome. no, was another point to the question as well. What was the other point you mentioned?
0: So you've you've gone into like the um the fake out really well. Uh can you expand upon leading into the lock-in, like how we build yes, that suspense? That
1: um traditionally we begin with that first lock-in into our rev-up and the rev up usually an eight that are that. So we've probably already done that we've done some footwork we've done like a nice combo and then there's probably another lock-in to get us to the next moment the lead up should be your highest stuff so now i'm at a point where i'll pretty much freestyle everything and just use the music and try and find musicality and be like okay that's the beat i can make my body do that with either tic-tac-toes straight footwork or isolations then I'll come to the point of like right man's getting a bit tired now or I've been dancing a minute let me get a final locking done so that's when I'll be like okay what have I been playing with okay I've been using tic-tac-toes in a way to kind of build an effect of cause and effect so I'm instead of just tapping I've been pushing tic-tac-toes into other places and then they rebound into other places and cool, that's one little concept. So it's not necessarily a set because a lot of the time I don't set those materials, but it's more of an idea or a concept. Um, and then I, I'll use this to be the final waka. Mm. And I guess I do that with, yeah, any of the times. Um, trying to think as a reason. Yeah, like... You know, we we have our own signatures and stuff like that. Like, I'll I'll save everything for that kind of last, blah 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 blah, blah if I can, mm. um, so that I know that final stairway to the the big lock in is gonna be the special one. Yeah, and and as I know, like I've done my signatures before, I know they've excited people, so I know that it's like. The water is starting to bubble, it's getting and it's there, like they can't read when it's gonna happen. Is it gonna be on this eight? Is it gonna be the next? Eight? But at some point they know it's there. So, so if you can build it longer than an eight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Building longer than an eight is like the the telltale sign of someone who's become a really mature light feed dancer, in my opinion. Um so yeah, like. I think there's a lot to kind of consider here, which is really cool. Like, you know, having that last exclamation point being your most hype moment. Um, so whether that is freestyle or something you predetermined, making sure that you do lead up, it's, it's a build for a reason. Like you don't start at hundred. We, you can, you can maybe start a hundred, but you got to dip back down. So it's like coming back up to that moment. And like the whole idea of just thinking about basic concepts from other styles to incorporate, especially in like a fake out works brilliantly. Like, um, you explained it really well, there's the and eight and then there's the eight and you can kind of jump into the timing or that moment and then you use either the tracing lines, fixed point, waving, tutting, anything gliding, anything that you use in other styles, incorporate it there to kind of um, redirect whatever. Or you can use that leading into the actual last lock-in like you could glide five and six and seven lock-in and eight um or you could glide five and six and seven bring everyone in and then fake out like you can use these moments really in a clever way i mean simple grooves work as well like just something that brings people in um I, i i often say like for like super super beginners like if you don't know how to enter it in a way because again the challenge especially on this side of the planet is like yeah, you're correct. Like most people have entered Light Feet from another style. So it's like just about trying to stay within the genre of it to kind of, it's like we're watching Light Feet rather than Freeform, which freeform's cool in its own context. But like if we're talking about the battle, um, we want it to stay within Light Feet. Like, one of the really simple kez templates is essentially stepping together five and then and six and seven eight you just stack the lock-ins like it's a really easy way to get into the lock-in it helps it stay readable and in style and then the fake out is just going five and six and seven is the stacking and then and eight you fake out or you just like run away from the lock-in or you do something completely different and you've brought people in um, I think for me, one of the thing work that works really well is like repetition. Like if I tic tac toe, and one stop tic tac toe and tic tac tic tac da da. Like you think I'm going into it, but like I bring you in with repetition. You think you're going to predict what's going to happen, and then I don't do it. So, there's I think your the way that you said you just ask a lot of questions is the right way to approach this. Like how do I add, uh, you know, tracing into this moment? How do I add fixed points? How do I add waving? Um, and then obviously not locking in every three fucking counts is really good.